y'all what is up happy weekend we've got forced diversity this week and also side note this is kind of a term i just made up right now um there's a few like circumstances scenarios i'm thinking about but quick snapshot into it to start this episode off imagine um you know those disney movies where like the disney shows we watched as teenagers and it was like all white kids and then like one black kid and they were like or like one asian and they were like the token black kid or the token asian and they was always kind of just like thrown in there just to show like hey look we're we're ethnically diverse because we have a black kid or an asian kid or whatever i'm talking about that this week and i honestly i don't Oh, I don't exactly know how I feel about this one. I'm not sold on it. So this is a lot of this episode is going to be me sort of working through my thoughts on it because I really don't know. I'm kind of on the fence on how I feel about it. I'm just, I'm not super sold. I don't honestly know what I think about this one. So I'm interested to know your guys' perspectives and your opinions on this. Feel free to reach out. Let me know. Um, I, huh, like I said in the last episode, I have the best friends. I love y'all. Thank you so much for the support, for letting me do this, and for listening to my my little rants by myself. Um, and I love when you guys be like, oh, hey, I listened to this episode, and I actually think this. Or like, I think you should have included this perspective. I love that. So please keep that up. But yeah, forced diversity, um, in principle, purely purely out of principle it's a good thing right like this is what we should all be striving for and it i don't know i don't know the answer maybe this is what we need to do in order to get where we need to be in the future but ah it just it just doesn't sit right with me um so by now y'all know i'm an english major right so i'm always gonna bring it back to that because that's what i'm most invested in that's what i'm most familiar with um it's kind of like how i think about these things mostly and so there's this one instance where I was working on some assignment for a class and I had to browse through some course catalogs because I was trying to find certain syllabus um, or course materials or something for the lack of diversity in English courses. And so I was looking at one of the largest universities back home. I th- um, it was a state university. I can't remember which one, but it was like one of the biggest ones back home. And every single class in that course catalog that was outside of like English 101, English 102, any English class that featured something other than, I'm using air quotes here, traditional or standard English was marked with the diversity classifier, which is right in the title. So it would be like African American literature, asterisk, diversity course. And for me, I'm just looking at this like, why did you need to specify that it was diverse? Like, why does it need its own caveat? And so there's this there's this term that we would use um, in my program and stuff. And uh, we would just use it for like whenever marginalization like this happened, especially with like ethnicities and cultures and whatever. And we would call it otherization. And it's basically it's where there's. There's like the societal standard of what's quote unquote normal or correct and then there's everything else. And so anything that deviated from that standard was then, you know, considered like an other. 
And so it was authorization. And I feel like our society is pretty simplistic in that sense in their way of like dichotomies, which is like the opposites of each other. Things are right or they're wrong. It's hot, it's cold. It's on, it's off. It's yes, it's no. It's right. If something is right, then inherently the opposite option is wrong. If this is the normal or the standard, then by default, the opposite is not normal. It's not standard. And so otherization was just any circumstance where we're highlighting and emphasizing the fact that someone doesn't fit into our normal box. And so these English classes that are marked as a diversity course, I feel, I don't know, I read it and I viewed it as them, it's just serving to otherize the materials, the authors featured in the class, the curriculum, I mean, even the teachers, you know, and the school, I feel like, was just inherently saying like, hey, this is your standard English 101 class that you need, that's normal, that'll get you to graduate, and this class is something else. This is a side quest. This is an off the wall, not normal, not standard class with not standard, not normal authors. But, oh, it's fine. Cause like, look how diverse we are as a facility faculty, like give us a gold star cause we offer diversity classes. This is the box that we're checking to say that this is an option. I feel like this is the academia version of saying like, no, I'm not racist. I have black friends. Like, I don't know. And I feel like the school I went to actually did a pretty decent job of combating that piece um, because, one, I mean, they just made it required for the degree plan that I was going on. They said, like, nope, this is mandatory. This class, this class, this class, like, it's required to take it in order to graduate. Like, they mandated those minority focuses in the classes, and I think it's great. Um you know, the other university that was adding, adding asterisks on their diversity courses were all electives, which is also just inherently saying like, hey, these classes aren't necessary. They won't help you in your degree path. They're just here if you want to spend extra money and time, which obviously no broke college student is going to want to do that realistically, you know? And it kind of also solidifies the idea that the school didn't value the merit of those electives. But anyway, so my school was actually, I mean, they made it required, right? So uh, one, it's forcing people out of their comfort zone of British lit or, you know, post-colonial lit or Emily Dickinson, whatever it was that people always tend to focus on. It kind of gets them out of that comfort zone. It says like, hey, this is something brand new that you maybe never would have considered looking into. And they get to see some of these, you know, they get that information um, and the materials because I'll tell you what, some of those authors that we saw from early American timeframes, like pre-colonial, post-colonial African-American authors that weren't actually published yet, um, at least not publicly because they weren't allowed to be published. Um, some of those authors, I mean, they're, dude, they blow Jane Austen and Charles Dickens out of the fucking water. Like, but the average person would never know that because those authors never got the credit or the publicity that they deserved. And they were never included in the canon curriculum. And so, I don't know. I think it's important to mandate some of these classes. But the other aspect was that my school was also pushing the message that, hey, these authors, this curriculum does have value. This is important. This will benefit you in your career path. Like, this is important knowledge for you to have just as a human being, you know? And so, I don't know. I thought it was, I thought that was really cool, but it was crazy to see the 
drastic contrast between the school I'm going to or was going to then and, you know, the largest state university back home. But kind of shifting gears a little bit, um, sort of the same scenario, I feel like, but in a job perspective. So I was going to this like professional enhancement seminar thing for work. And it was it was a diversity and ethical inclusion briefing, kind of. And I can't remember what, I don't remember what we were talking. We were doing like icebreakers and stuff. And this one girl was telling her story about getting, how important it was to have diversity and different perspectives and life experiences in leadership roles. And she had explicitly said like they chose me for this high profile high visibility executive position um it was kind of like an assistant position to a very important high-ranking person and she was saying like yeah they chose me like i'm a single mom i'm black like i have a certain perspective on life and my life experiences like all the things that have happened to me in order for me to get where i am right now Like, they chose me because of that explicitly. And so, I don't know. It kind of made me, like, sit back a little bit and think. Because, I mean, one, do they, did that job need that diverse perspective? Absolutely. Yes. Is she going to do great in that position? Absolutely. Sure. Probably. Yeah. But I don't know. Is this just me? Like, I feel like it's kind of self-serving for that leadership team because now they can say like oh look how diverse and inclusive we are as an organization and yada yada but they still only viewed her and categorized her in that candidate based on her her ethnicity they don't see vanessa they see oh there's a single mom that's black let's let's get her because she's black and she's a single mom like let's check those boxes they're still making judgment calls and deciding her career based on her skin tone. I mean, isn't that what what's wrong with society? Like, what we're not supposed to be doing is making judgment calls based off of that? They're still doing exactly what they're not supposed to do. They're still taking ethnicity into consideration when deciding if they want to hire someone or not. You know what I mean? And, like, again, like, is she great for that job? Absolutely. I mean, even me myself, have I at some point so far in my military career been the female choice so they can have a female in a leadership role? Probably. Was I a statistic too at some point? Probably. Is Daniel a statistic? Absolutely. But like, I don't know. Is that, is that, is that actually the solution? I don't know. I mean, quite honestly, if we were, if we somehow could remove that from happening... Like, we'd still end up, is that really better? I don't think so. We'd still end up with all white administration or faculty or leadership. We wouldn't get that diverse experience and that perspective that they're currently cherry picking to meet statistics and quotas. I don't know, man. I just, I feel like it's a really, really slippery slope of racial profiling with good intentions. Throw back to my first episode. Like, just because they mean well does that make it right? I don't know. I mean, like I said, yes, it is for a good purpose and the end goal or the outcome is needed, but the methods that they're going by just, I don't know, they just seem really 
suspect to me. It just seems like they're still kind of tokenizing ethnicity, you know? Just like the Disney Channel. They're like, oh, well, uh, we need one black kid, so pick any black kid to be in this cast. And then, side note, that's going to be like the whitest black kid you've ever seen in your life. I don't know, man. I just, I feel like that's when we run into the issues, too, of like fetishizing other cultures and ethnicities. It's just, it's a slippery slope, man. A very, very slippery slope. And so, yeah, the more, the more I kind of talk through it and the more I think about it, I just, I really don't know what the answer is because no, I don't have the warm, fuzzy feelings about this and saying like, hey, we need 20% African-American diversity on our, you know, administration board. So find X number of African-American candidates. I don't love that. I don't love how that sounds. I feel like that's not good. However, I I feel like the alternative and what we used to be is definitely worse. And just saying like, oh, we just hired the best candidate, the best one that's quali- the most qualified for the because that's that's all rigged too, right? And we all know that. I mean, we I feel like that's a pretty common understanding at this point now is just that the the system is rigged for white privilege. And so I think that again, the intentions are there, the intentions are good. And ultimately, like I said, the outcomes are good. Like if we get uh, whatever percentage their quota is for that company or that job or that school faculty, like whatever their percentage is of diverse people on the board, let's say, if they're getting that, technically that's a good thing. But I just, I do not have the warm fuzzies about the methods that they're using to get there. But like I said, honestly, if you take realistically, you take that away and you just say hire the best person, that's not better. Then we're really not getting the solution that we need. I think I'm mostly, I'm just kind of worried that the methods we're using right now aren't excellent. The methods are technically kind of biased, you know? I guess I'm just kind of worried that in the future it's going to become so uh, commonplace to happen that it will just become second nature, and then we're going we're not going to see candidates as Jane or Vanessa or Heather. Like we're just going to see them as like here's a white candidate, here's an Asian candidate, here's a female candidate, here's a Muslim candidate. Oh, we don't have a Muslim right now. Our last Muslim just retired, so we gotta hire the next one. Like, you're not seeing them individually as a human, as a person. You're just seeing them based on their category of human. Like, what's their ethnicity? What's their race? What's their gender? What's their... What's their disability? Are they autistic? What age bracket are they in? Are they over 50? Do they have kids? Are they a single parent? Like, insert any number of categories that we can instill upon humans and boxes that we can fit them into, basically. It's just, I don't know. Like I said, I feel like it's a really slippery slope. I feel like it could end up doing more damage than good, even though that there, there's good intentions. So yeah, I'm interested to hear y'all's perspective. Please reach out, say what's up, let me know, let me know what you're thinking. Um, like I said, I'm doing this, uh, 
I'm doing this for me, right? This is just me to kind of voice my ideas, have an outlet. Um, this is supposed to be a conversation, you know? I'm, I'm definitely not saying that I'm correct and I know all the answers. I'm looking to know more and to learn more. And so, yeah, feel free to be like, hey, I think this, I think that, I think you're wrong. I think maybe look at it this way. I'm more than open to that. So, yeah. Uh, make good choices, be decent human beings, be nice to each other. I will catch y'all next week. Uh, hit that like, follow, share, subscribe, thumbs up. I don't know. And dude, I'm, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not an influencer or a YouTuber. But I do, like I said, I, I really appreciate you guys listening to these. Um, even if you kind of just put them on in the background and zone out, it still gives me the warm fuzzies to see, to see you guys listening to it. So, so yeah, um, give me those five stars or maybe just a three star. You know, I take a two, a two star, three star, whatevs on Spotify. Um, I actually just added the podcast to a few more platforms. So it's on Google, um, Amazon Music, Apple, for all you Apple people out there, I see you, uh, Spotify, Anchor, whatever, you know, just whatever. I'm just here for the ride. So thanks so much. Okay. Bye.